Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to Let's Have Tea. I'm your host, Rebecca. Happy June 1st. It amazes me that we're already in the sixth month of this year, the year 2020. Where has time went other than being quarantined and under curfew? I'm just, I'm excited what God is doing uh, for this month, we have some uh, some new things for the podcast. I created a new Facebook page, Let's Have Tea. If you can hop on there and like the page, I will be sharing links to the, the shows, and you will be able to comment on it, share it with your friends or family or somebody that, that you know that maybe could benefit from it. We just we, we want to have a place that we can interact with you, and um, if you have questions, you can comment on there, or you can send an email. The email link is on there, or you can send a, a private message, um, but we just, we want to be able to, if we're going to be the hands and feet of Jesus, we need to be, we need to make ourselves available, so I'm, I'm doing everything I can to be available to you for questions, comments, counseling, uh, not, I'm not a licensed counselor, please, um, don't, don't assume that, but, um, I just, I'm here if you need me. Today, we have my husband and pastor, Tony Moran, for Sunday's Monday, so let us know what you think about that. It's a continuation of his message on Sunday morning at church. So just let us know what you think about it, and um, let us know what's going on, where you're listening from, and how you plan to to spend your summer now that it's officially summer. So keep in contact with us. Let us know who you are and how you found us and what you think. So let's have tea. are another Sunday's Monday. Hey, hey. Again, my special guest is my husband and pastor, Tony Moran. Special. I feel special. Special. (laughs) Today's Pentecost Sunday, and you preached an amazing message this morning. God done that. It was really good. God really showed out this morning. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday afternoon. We're riding again. We've been down to visit with TJ and Amber. Well, we went to see Cadison and they were there again. Yeah. It seemed like every time we go to see her that they're always there. She's 17 months old, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we are uh, traveling back up the interstate. But this morning, Pentecost Sunday... 2020 we'll go down in the books it was it was an amazing time in the spirit God moved in an amazing way and it was just really really good there's no other way to describe it God just really showed out it was one of those I think if we would have hung around the church people would still be there yeah I mean it was like nobody wanted to leave that's one of those where when you get in that spirit when you get in when you feel the spirit move that strongly and uh you just want to stay there and we had the windows open and the side doors open we we had an open 
to the outside, but it was still so powerful on the inside. Yeah. And I'm sure the ones outside felt it I'm sure it they too. felt it also. Yeah, it was, it, it was one of those, I wish we could just bottle up. <laughs> but I think, um, I truly think that today's the beginning of some changes. Uh, and I've been preaching it for many years now. That next great awakening is right on the horizon. And I, I'm not sure what all happened today at different churches in different areas. But I'm just praying that there was other churches that experienced the same presence that we did. Yeah, if you were in the sanctuary or at home. Wherever. I mean, the Holy Spirit's not going to just show up, you know, in, in a sanctuary, in you know, a place that where the, uh, there's a steeple. So, like Tony said, I hope that you've experienced that. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It was just, it was very powerful. I mean, and we've we've experienced services like this before, but it was just something about today. You just there's not one word I could use to describe it. And we're not going to try to. No. We just want. No. We I want mean, because you can't it. describe God. <laughs> I mean, there's, and, and, and the work that he does. No. But, so, um, tell our listeners what, where you preached, um, what scripture you were in today. Well, I was in Acts chapter 2. The moment in the Bible where it talks about when that mighty rushing wind come through that upper room where the disciples, there was 120 in the upper room waiting because Jesus told them to wait. He was going to send somebody. He was going to send something to help them, to help us. And that 120, they was, they was there, and they waited. Some of them may have been waiting patiently, and I, I, made, I hope I made this clear. But some of them may have been impatient. Some of them may have been ready to go. Just, just, just let's go, let's go. But they had to wait 50 days, 50 days, and... It's, it's just, <laughs> and we hear all the time, don't, don't be, uh, don't pray for patience. Yeah, right. because God's gonna, God's gonna help you out there. But, you know, they were patiently waiting. Some of them were. I know we get impatient. You told a story about our daughter-in-law, Amber, and, uh, we got permission a while ago. Well, I guess we did. We just told her what we done. So she didn't disagree. No. So and her mom agreed with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh Amber got a card in the mail. This has been several years ago. She was looking at it and she says, "Well, I just don't know anybody that's in Texas in this place in this city where the card come from." And Becky was was there with her riding with her. And uh Becky was thinking, "Well, just open it up." And you can see where it comes from. It was a good five or six, I don't know, maybe, maybe ten minutes. I don't, it seemed like forever. And she just kept looking at this this piece of mail. And I just, I don't know anybody in so-and-so Texas. I don't remember the name of the town. And it, it only had, like, the street address or P.O. box and, you know, the, the city and state. Nothing was on the back. You know, no indication of who this might be from. And, I mean, it was just, she was, just, I wonder who this is from. 
and I'm just like, well, I wonder when you're going to open it. You know, all you have to do, if they sent you something, I mean, it's either going to be an invitation to something, it's going to be a thank you card for something. Or a get well card, yeah. or just anything. Yeah, I mean, there's good, it, it, chances are it's going to have a name on it. Yeah. And so, but her mama says she still will do the same thing now. Yeah. And. But it'll, it'll make you think. It'll make you wonder. And, and here's the impatient us saying, well, just open the car and you'll see it. Just yeah. open the envelope. You'll see where it come from. But her curiosity, her curiosity made her think, made her look and just wonder what, what, where did it come from? What was right. it? What could it be? And Becky told that story in the beginning of service, and I, I used it during the message also because we get in that place where we don't want to wait and see what it could be. We just want to just tell me what it is. We're going to go on. Just tell me what it is, and we're just going to keep on going. So, so we're impatient. Jesus had told them to go and to wait in the upper room. And that 50 days came. And when that mighty rushing wind, that breath of life, come through that upper room, when that breath come through, and when it done that, everything changed. Some of the commentary that I was reading, getting ready for this, it said that was the birth of the church. That was the birth of the church. And I made the comment this morning that was the first mega church service there was because when that 120, when those those tongues of fire lit up on those people and then they heard that language in, a, in their mother language, their native land, when the people down that was all around the place, when they heard all of this, their curiosity saying, what is that? And then after Peter gave a message, there was 3,000 people added to the church in one day because there was a, a few people that was patient enough waiting, waiting to see what it was that Jesus was going to send. Right. And you had asked me to share a devotion and some... I'm like, okay, God, I need a scripture. And I was referenced back to Acts chapter 2. <laughs> and, and she didn't know where I was going to be preaching. Um, and so I read Acts chapter 2, verses 14 through 21. But I'm just going to read Acts chapter 2 verses 19 it says i will display wonders in the heaven above and signs on the earth below blood and fire and cloud of smoke so god is going to display wonders in the heaven above and i had shared with them that last night um we had we were in the vehicle traveling back home and the sunset was just it was amazing and I took a couple of pictures but how many times do we overlook 
these wonders and it don't have to be literally in the heavens how many times do we overlook God's hand is upon something and I looked as we were going to church and I'm trying to get scripture and you know I'm like well, let me just look up the word wonder and I don't have it in this Bible but it was all amazement do you remember no, I'm sorry. Um, let me see if I can grab my other notebook It must be in my other Bible. But anyway, it's it's that anticipation. It's that waiting in awe. What, what is God going to do? But then another word, another definition of wonder is to doubt. Well, I wonder if they'll show up. Or I wonder if, you know, when we're going to get that sin. I, we probably won't even get it. I, I wonder. I wonder. You know, I mean, it's... I wonder if, if if God is really can do what his word says, you know, or we can flip it to the other side. You're waiting patiently in wonder what's God going to do next. And that was at the end of service, you know, Tony had an altar call and, um, and I was just praying, Lord, stir up our sense of wonder. Because these last couple of months that we've been at home under curfew and quarantine, I mean, it's easy to let, let everything settle. And we lose that sense of wonder. Not necessarily, well, God's not who he says he is because look what this virus has done. But knowing John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, Jesus, come to give life and life more abundantly. That's that wonder. And we need to hold on to that part of it and, and know that Jesus is the giver of life. Jesus is the giver of every good and perfect thing that, that we have. But we tend to let it settle to the bottom and we tend to forget about it not that we're giving up on God it's just we get on the doubt side of wonder well and that goes back to the uh, the, the comment that I made and I don't know how I, how I said it but uh, you know we get impatient and we don't want to have to wait on God. We don't want to have to wait on things to get it lined up and in order. Because with God, everything's good and perfect. And when we wait patiently and wait on God, God will straighten those things out where it's just a straight and narrow line. And when we can't get it when we want it, we'll find somewhere else to go get it. I made the comment, we'll go to the bank and get what we need. We'll go to the bank and not just material things. We can go to the bank, borrow some money, or go to a finance company, borrow some money, go get the things that we want, the desires of our heart. But if it's really not what we ha uh, what we need or what God has in store for us, 
nine times out of ten, if we get ahead of God, we're not going to be able to pay for it, and we'll wind up in a mess. And that's part of that patience and when we're waiting to see what God is doing, when we're waiting to see, okay, God is leading us into this. We don't have to wonder when we wait and we're patient and just waiting on those things to happen. Right, and I was led back to one of my favorite scriptures, Isaiah 43, verses uh, 19. Well, verse 18 says, Do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to the things of old. Verse 19, Look, I am about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. So, God's wanting to do a new thing. But so many times, we jump the gun because we can't we can't wait for that time period for him to strengthen our faith for him to strengthen our our patience level for him to do the work in us that needs to be done for us to get this new thing or for him to take us into that new season that he has because a lot of times it's um maturity doesn't have an age, so to speak. You know, you can be um, 15 and be very mature for to be a 15-year-old. Or you can be 45 and not be so mature. So it's it's not about the maturity. You know, well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm 50 years old. I can handle a new season. Come on, God. But are we spiritually ready for that new season? There's some times when we when we do jump the gun and we get ahead of God like that and we're not ready, then we tend to almost blame it on God. Right. Well, and look what happened. I, I, I trusted you. I, feel, I thought this was what you were telling me to do. And I just jumped from the, the starting line and, and now I'm in a mess. Yeah, from from the starting line to the finish line, real quick. Right. And it wasn't the ending that we wanted. Right. And yeah, so that's one of those things that patience is is tough. Patience is real tough. And that's one of the things that we should strive to get better at. Waiting on God, waiting because He's got He's always got something better, something greater in store for us. If we'll just wait on the Lord. And see what it is that it has for us. Because just like that experience in that upper room, there was 120 people in that upper room. Before all of that was over, that count meeting, I guess you could say, that revival, it was 3,000 people added. 3,000 people added. So if you look at that, could we pray and seek God's face for revival, for those lives to be changed, for families to to be changed because they they now have come to know God. You know, do we have the patience and perseverance to wait it out? I mean, they only had to wait 50 days. 50 days. 
you know, which that's not very long. It's not. I mean, we were we were in quarantine. Well, kind of, I guess, really, not phase one, what we're considered to be in now, but it was between fifty and sixty days, wasn't it? And I mean, and I look back on it, well, that wasn't that bad. I mean, it could have been a lot worse, um, but. You know, you just have to look at it. Well, what is God trying to show me? For you know, we're, we're stuck at home unless you're an essential worker, and you know, you go to work. But there, there's so many limitations on what you can do. What is God trying to show me? But how many, how many of us, or how many, how many people bailed out? Well, I just, I can't do this. I, I don't care what they say. I want to go to, or I want to do such and such. Well, it was it was almost like, well, they're not going to tell me I can't go do this. Right. We didn't get to see our grandbaby. We didn't get to go see him because I am an essential worker. I had to work, and uh, it was like know, two months. Yeah, it, it was. We was right in the middle of this because we couldn't have church. The people that were sick, you know, I wasn't able to go and to pray with them. Or we we wasn't able to go and and to the hospital and visits. And I got to I got to hold Rowdy this morning, and I prayed for Rowdy. And Rowdy was born the end and, of April in the middle yeah, of, of in this the pandemic. Middle of this, the whole thing, and and his mama and his daddy, they were right there. And and Rowdy, as I held him and I prayed for him. I could just, you know, I, I, I said those big, pretty eyes, I could see that new life, yeah. that new life that come out of that pandemic. And when we're patient and we're waiting, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a new life, something new. And, and those guys that made a decision this morning to humble themselves before God, there's going to be new life coming out of that. That's going to be new life. And where it ends nobody will know this side of heaven because there's going to be lives that was that will be changed forever right. because of that this morning when i when i was praying and getting started we was getting ready and uh at the beginning of, of service i just felt you know I, I felt it was going to be something different something that's going to be a little bit stronger and I don't know how to explain we just, it. Yeah, I, I mean, I felt the same thing, and I don't think we even, neither one of us voiced. No. <laughs> there's something, <laughs> there, there's something, but, um, yeah, I. I it's kind of hard to have that intimate conversation after service starts. We're both so busy making sure everything's taken care of. But you could just sense it. And and let me give y'all a picture of our sanctuary. It's got two doors on the side. And it goes out in the side. Uh, it's got a little porch over it. And we have a speaker sitting out there holding one of the doors open. And the uh, people that wants to stay outside for service, that's where, you know, they, they can still, they're still a part of the service. Right. They can still see inside yeah. the sanctuary. I think they can still see the pulpit. They can hear us. They just can't. And, and the windows were up. Uh, blinds were pulled. Yeah. So, you know, they could see some people. Um, so, you know, they still feel a part of the service. Right. 
but even though they were outside, we were inside. There were several people inside, and it wasn't your normal setting at all. Not e even when we drove up this morning, it was yeah. just I don't I don't know how to explain it. And I was looking. I think it's in the book of Esther. And it, it, it says, this is the Becky Moran version, but what <laughs> if you've been created for such a time as this? Right. So, what if today starts this new thing that God has promised us in Isaiah 43? What if we can be patient and we can do what's necessary to seek God's face just like it talks about in 2nd Chronicles we will pray humble ourselves and seek God's face right. for such a time as this right. and you're gonna see family members saved you're gonna see communities just come together and 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 this division that is all around us you know what if God is doing that new thing and it started today because 2020 I mean it was it was said to be it was going to be a unique year it was going to be you know a year that, that because you know you, you go to the eye doctor and, and everybody wants that 2020 vision but what if this God's kind of flipping the script so to speak and you know maybe we were trying to look at our vision yeah and if you will just be patient for such a time as this I'm going to do a new thing and I'm going to give you a new vision and we are going to and it all starts on Pentecost Sunday Pentecost Sunday that's right well, I don't. I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> we are. Uh, we are in a very unique time right now. A very unique time. We are uh, learning new things. We are experiencing new things, and we're seeing God move in different ways. And it's not like we're reading self-help books or, no. you know, I mean, it's just like God is depositing these things into our spirit. I mean, I, that's the way I feel with me. I'm not sure. And, well, and this absolutely. is not something that we've even talked about. No. But, um, I mean, and, and he's the only one that can do that. Right. The lady that um, does our kids ministry, she did a... Um, a presentation yeah. uh, not really a skit but and she says I just I, I have I, my mind is just in overdrive and I have all the stuff and and, <laughs> and she says please don't think that I'm just you know making all I'm like I understand yeah, it's I understand and um, she's a she's one of those thinkers you know thinking out of the box like me and and then are you saying y'all would both hang upside down on the monkey bars yes. when you're supposed to take a picture? Yes. And everybody it's, else is standing up straight? Yeah. 
yeah. way that would be me and Lori. <laughs> but, you know, you God's looking for those people that are willing to step out of the box and, and, and let's do things different. You know, it doesn't have to be, because God's not a cookie cutter God. He's uh -oh. not gonna do everything the same way at every church, because if so, I mean, what would be the uniqueness in our gifts and talents if everybody was the same? So, I'm just, I'm really excited. Uh, I this, am too. This, uh, I'm, I'm really excited. Pentecost, Pentecost Day 2020 is going to leave a mark yeah. on this world. And I just pray. I'm excited to see what happens this week as I listen to different ministers because I want to know what happened in their churches. Right. I want to, I want to hear the stories about what God has done. Uh, there's still so many people that's not able to go and enjoy service because they they have a lot of people and they can't they can't only do 25% of their their building they would have capacity. to literally have church service every day of the week yeah and I'm excited to see what God is doing I'm excited you used to talking about 2020 being a, a, a unique year something's gonna happen an awakening but you know the devil had his chance and during this pandemic but I think it blew up in his face I think it just blew up in his face because now people is longing to have something more I believe they are longing to have something unique and it's gonna come from God it's definitely. gonna come from God Definitely. well is there anything else you want to add no I don't think so. Well, I hope y'all have enjoyed Sunday's Monday. And let us know. I'm, um, I started making a Facebook page for Let's Have Tea. And I will try to do an Instagram page tomorrow. And contact us, um, you know, through there. Comment. Let us, let us know. Um, like Tony said, we're we're interested, you know, what happened in your church or what happened in your home church? What happened and I mean your your physical home, you know, where where did you come together in corporate worship? You know, was it sitting at your kitchen table or at the park or you know, tell us what how was your Pentecost Sunday? Or even this is the first time that you've ever really experienced something. And it, you know, it don't have to be on May the 30th, 2020. It's May 31st. Oh, May 31st. <laughs> I think I messed up somewhere today. No, that was yesterday. But anyway, I, uh, I'd like to hear some of the stories. Right. Because, and I'm going to, I'm, I'm just going to make this comment, then I'm done. We always say people coming back to the Lord. But there's some people that's never known the Lord to be able to come back. They've never come that first time. Right. So, let's see what happens. Because there's so many people coming to the Lord now. And it's what the devil meant for bad. God is turning it into good. So, let's see what... It's our part. And next week, next week, we're going to learn what our part is and what we need to do to stay in tune with God. 
because we're not done with this message at all. Right. And yeah, I mean, to. yeah, there, this does not have an expiration date. It doesn't have, you know, it's not going to um, fade out or um, simmer down. It will if we let it. But we have got to, we have got to keep it stirred up. So I have our spirit stirred up because I want to be in on this next great awakening and that is something you know that Tony and I do talk about not a lot and it might only be once a week but we got in the car and that was the first thing I said this we are we're on the forefront of this next great awakening so I want to touch back on just one thing and uh, then we'll be wrapping it up for this Sunday's Monday but as I was, I give the devotion this morning, and it was um, out of Acts 2, what did I say it was, 14? 14, 14 through 17 or 19. Uh, let's see, verse 19, I will display wonders in the heavens, in the heaven above. Stir up your wonder. Because, you know, like I was saying earlier, with this pandemic that's been going on, well, where's God in all of this? Well, where have we, where have we pushed God to? You know, well, you're not welcome here. You're not welcome there. And I'm not saying that we're saying that. It's just we have set back and allowed it. So stir up that wonder. And instead of, well, I wonder if this is going to happen. Or I wonder if, you know, God's going to show up. Make that wonder your anticipation make that wonder you know have that that spirit of excitement and that okay okay god where are you and when you have that type of mindset you might wait 50 days and and then look up wow has it been that long because we're waiting in faith patiently waiting in faith anticipating something great that's right that's right so we're gonna we're gonna go out on that note well you say it one more time what anticipating anticipating something great i wish y'all could have seen the look on his face <laughs> <laughs> but uh bless his heart yeah he has no notes and i just have <laughs> very few um but anticipating something great stir up that wonder where you can just just like, a, you know, go back to being five years old or six years old and it's the, you know, Christmas Eve and, and your mom sends you off to bed or your dad sends you off to bed and you know that when you wake up the next morning, there's going to be gifts. You're anticipating what's under the tree. Hallelujah. And if we can have that kind of anticipation at five years old over Santa Claus... Or just getting a gift or, or just yeah what what did I get be be like our daughter-in-law Amber oh god what what's what's next what what's around this corner what's what's this what's this new season what what's it about stir up that wonder and just <laughs> be looking for that new season. What was your quote one more time? 
anticipating something great. There you go, friends. Y'all enjoy um, your Monday. And until next time, let's have tea.